Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Welcome to today's episode, A Kid's Perspective on Simplified Books. So this is an episode where I have all of my kids with me. They, we, we sorted through our books today to make it nice and pretty so that you guys can see. I know you guys on the podcast can't see it, but honestly, guys, it wasn't even bad. I thought that it was worse than it was, and it took us like, like five minutes and all the books were back, but we are going to show you our book collection. We'll tell you what kinds of books we have. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you from what my, my what my favorite books are, which books I like reading. Yeah. And then I'm guessing same for you. Yes. So okay. Brie will tell us her favorites and why we have them. And I will tell you guys from my perspective as a mom why I have those books for my kids. Um, and if you're listening to this, I'm just gonna start off by letting you know I used to be a teacher. I am a mom with a lot of kids. I am no stranger to books and feeling like we need all the books and more is better. So I used to believe that more was better. And in hindsight, I feel like my addiction to books and my insatiable need to have more and more and more and more was really me being like, good moms have more books. Smart kids have more books. Like, and it was almost like this weird like status thing of like, more the better. So I was a teacher, I owned my own school. Guys, I literally had a six foot by six foot closet that was ceiling to floor full of books, okay? six foot by six foot. All right. That's a lot of books on shelves stacked ceiling to floor. What were you going to say, Brie? I think maybe too much books. It it was too much. It was way too much. Six foot is taller than dad. Yeah. So I tell you guys that because I'm no stranger to the book situation that you are likely experiencing if you feel like you have too many or you need so many. And we homeschooled. So we also, I also fell into the trap of like, more is better. Good homeschoolers have a million books. And looking back guys, realistically, there was not, it wasn't even possible for us to read all of those books. Like we just didn't have the time. And honestly, I didn't have the desire to read all of those books. Like it was overwhelming to me. I don't, that would, reading is good, okay? reading is good, but too much of a good thing is never a good thing, right? Yeah. Like sitting in a closet six foot by six foot and reading every single book. Yeah. I, that's read, not good. I read a lot. I can't read that much books. How like, yeah, like I need to go do something else. Yeah. So I, I, I think the saying applies in this situation. Too much of a good thing is never a good thing. So when we decluttered books, when we got the chance to move from Alaska to Florida and get a little bit of a freedom from them, it was really cool because what happened was we didn't have the money to go replace the books right away. So we got a library card and we would go to the library every single week and get new books. 
Now I'm going to tell you a little story about the library because we would go every week and no, no, I'm talking about the very first one in Bonita Springs. Oh, so we would go there and I had just let go of my six foot by six foot closet of books. Okay. We brought what fit in the carry on our favorites that we still have. But when we would go to the library, they were like, you have a 50 book maximum. And so I got us three library cards so that we could all max out our cards and 150 books. I think I, I think I only ever did 50 to be honest, because you know, carrying kids and 50 books is a lot, but we would get 50 new books every single week. And what would happen is that we would bring the books home. And on the first day, everybody would go through them and be really excited and look at all the pictures and then throw them to the side and nobody would look at them again until it was time to go to the library and get new books again. And I talked to you guys a lot about this and especially have been talking to you guys a lot about it lately is this idea of going in depth with play and in depth with the things that you have instead of wide. And the same is true of books. So my kids thought books were just something to flip through and then throw to the side and move on to the next instead of really reading the books, instead of really getting like engrossed in it and paying attention to the characters and the storylines and getting to know the books. Like that's what's good for a kid's brain is being able to make those connections in depth versus just like a superficial, wow, that was a fun, exciting, colorful page. Next. Okay. So not only that, so the way that my kids used to read used to be pretty shallow and to be fair they were young so it's not like they were actually reading they were just getting the experience of books but before they're actually able to read the experience that they have with books matters as well so even for Kaylee who can't read yet she will sit down with a book like she if like when I'm sitting down and say I'm reading downstairs on the couch. She's gonna grab a book, she's gonna run downstairs, she's gonna sit on the couch, and she's just gonna like pretend to read it out loud to say random stuff and pretend that she's reading the book when really she can't even talk yet. Yeah, so she's getting the experience of getting engrossed in a book in depth and enjoying it instead of what it used to be because we had too many options and too many too much variety. Go listen to the episode right before this called the one thing that's causing you so much clutter is variety. Variety robs you of those in-depth experiences, right? So not only did they read differently and have a different relationship with their books, but they treated them differently. So I'm going to talk to you about this and how it was in my home and how it was in the classrooms. So, cause I used to be a teacher. When I had so many books out, you know, I would have the forward facing type bookshelves. I would fill it to the brim completely full. And what would happen is that I would have this cute little library reading space set up. The kids would go into it. They would pull out every single book. They would rip through the pages, literally, <clears throat> right? Literally ripping the pages and throwing them on the ground and sitting on them and using them to like build little houses and they just weren't treating the books like books. 
okay? And that's okay to an extent because they are kids. You've got to let them explore. But when that's the only way that they experience books, to me, because I'm feeling how I'm feeling today, (laughs) I thought of one more question. So you guys are going to get three today instead of two. But ask yourself if you really want results. Okay. Now, not everybody responds to this, but I do. Okay. But ask yourself, do I really want results? Okay. This comes up a lot in a lot of different ways. We say things, we're like, I want to declutter. I need to declutter. I know that if I decluttered, it would help me so much, but we don't actually do the work that we need to do to get the results. So if you can have like a little heart to heart with yourself and ask yourself, do I really want these results? And if the answer is yes, (laughs) then ask yourself, am I willing to do the work to get these results? And then, I mean, if the answer is yes, then you really do want it. If the answer is no, I'm not willing to do this work to get it, then you don't really want those results. And maybe you like living in the ideal instead of actually going out and making it your reality. That's okay too, but you're going to keep cluttering up your thoughts and your minds if you keep telling yourself, yes, I want results. Yes, I want to do this. Yes, I see the bigger picture. Yes, I want to feel this way instead of the way that I'm feeling right now. But do I want it bad enough to do the work that I need to do to make it happen? Okay, that's where that's that's where reality sets in, right? And it's not just true of your decluttering, but it's true of like when it comes to like fitness and losing weight. Yes, I want to lose weight, but do I really want to lose weight bad enough to commit to eating better and working out? Or yes, I want to build a business, but do I really want to sacrifice all of my time and energy doing the work to build that business? Or do I just like the idea of it? Like there's no right or wrong answer, but you have to be really, really honest with yourself and just ask yourself, do I really want the results? (laughs) And am I really willing to do what I have to do to make it happen? So that's today's episode. It's pretty short and sweet because it is my kids want attention during nap time today. So I wanted to keep it short and to the point, but I also wanted to give you a swift kick in the pants. So I hope that it worked. I hope it gives you some, some things for you to think about, some ways for you to kind of shift your mindset when it comes to decluttering your stuff and making these decisions and actually doing what you have to do to make it happen. All right. So that's it for today. I'll see you guys on tomorrow's episode. Bye. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, 
I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.